0: Welcome, my Real Wellness friend. I am so excited that you are here because today we are going to find out the results of my meditation experiment that's been going on. If you are thinking, I don't have time to do long meditations, but I want the benefit. If you're wanting a calmer life, a happier life, you can get there just by this very simple thing that I did for six months. Let's dive in. You want to transform your life to take care of your body to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Back in episode 23, which is two powerful mental habits to feel great, one of the powerful mental habits that I talked about was meditation. And I went through several studies and one of those studies showed that with mental training, that's what they called it, with mental training, there was a decrease in cortisol levels steadily over six months in the training regimen, and that did not matter what type of meditation someone did. Well, I personally took that to heart and was so excited about that because I had just found out that my cortisol levels great news my cortisol levels had gotten back to where they were in the rhythm of how they should be high when they should be high low when they should be low because your cortisol levels should fluctuate during the day but throughout the day my cortisol levels ran 25 percent higher than the norm they were still within the range where it wasn't quote-unquote dangerous but it was definitely way higher than i wanted and here's why it was so important to me to get them down Cortisol increases sugar in the bloodstream. Also, you alter your immune response whenever your cortisol is too high. Cortisol disturbs your digestion, and I had previously gone through some digestive issues. Sleep is disturbed. This was, oh my goodness, this was the big one for me, is because I didn't just want to be calmer in situations and healthier in the long run. I needed to sleep better. I was having trouble sleeping through the night. I was having trouble getting to sleep some nights. I was having trouble waking up early, all of those kinds of things. And cortisol being high or higher than it should be disturbs your sleep. From a brain standpoint, a little side note, June is Brain Awareness Month, and it's all about brain health. So kind of leaning into that piece of it right now is concentration decreases with high levels of cortisol. A study from the NIH, the National Institute of Health, shows that in the brain, cortisol excess cortisol, let's clarify that, excess cortisol can damage the hippocampus and the learning and the, that's the learning and the memory center of the brain. Chronically high cortisol is a major risk factor associated with the development of dementia. I have family and friends who either have dementia or who have family members who have dementia. I'm like, yeah, we don't want that. And that means I want to get my cortisol down 25%, down to the just the middle of the line where it should be, not too low, not too high. So I was super excited as I shared with you in episode 23 of how cool it is that this study showed that over a six month period with mental training, they lower the cortisol 25%. All right. The deal was here was the here was the challenge the study looked at meditation that was 20 to 30 minutes a day yes you can hear all the shoes dropping in the closet right now oh and by the way that's just a fun little thing i record these in my closet because that's where you get the best sound in this house so anyway so all the shoes dropping in the closet saying yeah 20 to 30 minutes how in the world are we going to make that fit so I decided, you know what? I'm not in a danger danger zone. I'm not way way outside the range. So we're going to experiment with this. We're going to take something that I teach as part of my switch framework and I go into that in episode 18, should you set realistic or big resolutions to succeed? In that episode, I talk about one of the components in my switch framework and it's how you switch habits. I share about a micro-commitment, and the micro-commitment is whatever activity that it is you're wanting to make a habit of, you commit to one tiny, tiny fraction of that because what you're trying to do is build up consistency. You're trying to build up a place where you are perpetually doing whatever this habit is, and if you say, oh, well, I'm going to meditate for 20 or 30 minutes a day, Yeah, that's not really going to happen, but a micro commitment could. So I made a micro commitment to meditate every day for six months for any length of time. And hear me on this when I say it when I say a micro commitment of any length of time, yes, some days, oh, it was 15, 20, even, even a few times I probably hit 30 minutes, very few, I could probably count on one hand, but there were days. That my meditation was laying my head on the pillow at night going, oh, I've not meditated today and meditating for 30 seconds, for 60 seconds, for two minutes. There were times that my meditation was I'm sitting and having a cup of tea and relaxing for a minute and I think, oh, I need to take a moment and meditate. So I'll go ahead and take a minute or two. So when I say any length of time, I really mean any length of time here's what I want you to see on the result. Oh my gosh, I was so excited when I shared this with my doctor. My cortisol, she showed me the results before I even told her about the study and what I had been doing. She showed me the results and my line of cortisol was smack in the middle of the normal line. The patient line and the normal line, they were right on top of each other. I I was just doing a happy dance in my doctor's office. I was so excited about that. And then I shared with my doctor, I was like, you will not believe what I've been doing. And I've not changed anything else. I had already been doing kind of those quiet transitions or letting my mind rest. I'd already been doing that. And that was also, I talked about that in a previous episode. And I'll I'll link all the other episodes that I'm referring to. So I found... For myself, your body might be different. I'm not saying that this is the prescriptive thing that you need to do. But for me, I was so excited to find out that my body and brain, and I have a feeling other people's bodies and brains too, respond to perpetual meditation more than perfect sporadic meditation. Because if I had said, okay, I'm going to do 20 to 30 minutes, I would not have done it Five to seven days a week. Because in that study that I'm referred to in episode 23, it was five days a week of about 30 minutes. Well, I'm not even going to do five days. I might have, if I had done that, I might have hit one or two days a week for a few weeks, and then I would have forgotten about it the next week. And then the next week, I would have thought about it and gone, oh, well, I've already skipped a week. I'll just start back over. And I never would have made the six months. But because I did the micro commitment, I got this perpetual habit thing going way better than perfect sporadic. Another way to say it is it's better to meditate daily with varying length than to meditate longer but varying frequency. So what type of meditation should you do? That research that I was referring to, they looked at loving kindness meditation, a breathing meditation, and a different type of meditation that... I don't get, I don't understand. On my YouTube channel, I have a meditation to help you break free of diets. And I will link that in the show notes as well because it's a mindful eating meditation. So you get two benefits. You get a better relationship with yourself and with food, and you get a healthier brain and lower cortisol levels and all those things I'm talking about a moment ago of how it benefits you to lower cortisol. So here's what I want you to do. Over the next 21 days, yes. You know from me that 21 days is not long enough to fully make a habit, a lifestyle switch. That does take a few months, but 21 days at least begins to get you some traction and begins to make things easier. Plus, it's easier to commit to. So my challenge to you is over the next 21 days, meditate daily. If you want to do it on Mindful Eating, check out the show notes and get the Mindful Eating Meditation but take any type of meditation and meditate for 21 days. Cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode because we're still gonna talk about brain health and brain awareness, but we're gonna be tying it in to food and dieting. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.